Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that you would give us understanding, that we would have wisdom. We pray that you would give us your spirit to understand you. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come with superiority of speech or of wisdom, proclaiming to you the testimony of God. For I decided not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I came to you in weakness and in fear and with much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with the persuasiveness of wisdom but with a demonstration of the Spirit and power, in order that your faith would not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now, we do speak wisdom among the mature, but wisdom not of this age, or of the rulers of this age, who are perishing, but we speak the hidden wisdom of God in a mystery, which God predestined before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For if they had known it, They would not have crucified the Lord of glory, but just as it is written, Things which eye has not seen and ear has not heard, and have not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him. For to us God has revealed them through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. For who among men knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man that is in him? Thus also No one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, in order that we may know the things freely given to us by God, things which we also speak, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual things to spiritual people. But the natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him and he is not able to understand them, because they are spiritually discerned. Now, the spiritual person discerns all things, but he himself is judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Who has advised him? But we have the mind of Christ. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Paul is dealing with a lot of problems in 1 Corinthians, so... He sets things up here by talking about the way he preached the gospel to the Corinthians. Corinth was a Greek city that took pride in oratory, in public speaking. They had lots of writings about how to be a successful public speaker, and they practiced it regularly. It was a form of entertainment. We would probably find it boring today to hear a great orator from their day speak. It wouldn't make it past the first round in one of the talent TV shows today. But for them, it was great talent and high entertainment. But Paul says he didn't come with that type of speech. He preached, Jesus Christ and him crucified. Paul says the point was that they would be relying on God, not on men. He says it is wisdom, greater wisdom than you can get from men. But people focused on this world won't get it. They need the Spirit to understand God's Spirit. Verse 14, But the natural man does not understand the things of the Spirit of God, 
for they are foolishness to him, and he is not able to understand them, because they are spiritually discerned. That presents a problem. How can we, physical people, understand God? Well, part of the answer is that we are made in the image of God. But the other part is that God gives his spirit to us. Paul says, but we have the mind of Christ. And now for a deeper dive. This is a short chapter, but so much to think about. How do we reach people with the gospel? People have had lots of ideas over the years. We can generally put them into two groups. The reach people where they are group and the if you attract them with entertainment, you have to keep entertaining them group. Paul seems to be more associated with the second group in this chapter. That doesn't mean we cannot use different techniques. I remember as a kid driving past the Salvation Army building and seeing perhaps three people standing outside playing some brass instruments. There was no crowd listening. Well, the problem for them was that they weren't in either of those two camps. They were trying to reach people where they used to be. Before TV, video games, and the internet, you could draw a crowd by playing some brass instruments well. Jesus did feed people on two occasions, but he didn't keep feeding the people because that was all they were coming for. He wanted them to listen to the truth. So, how do we reach people with the gospel? Well, the other camp is to give out the gospel. And that is all we can do, really. I'm not saying it is wrong to feed people, to entertain people, but that is trying to use our power. I can make food. I can entertain. Jesus pointed people to spiritual food. I cannot make that food, but I can share what God has given to me. But we may say, there are so many people who are not going to be reached by spiritual things. That is true. Paul says the natural man cannot understand them. There were hundreds of thousands of people in Corinth. I don't know how many believed, but it would have only been a small fraction of them. Is the problem the message, the delivery, or the hearers? Jesus over and over said, He who has ears, let him hear. In the parable of the sower and the soils, Jesus put the emphasis on the different soil producing different results. So can we somehow make the soil good? We cannot but we can pray. There are two camps about what makes a person able to hear spiritual things. One camp says that anyone can listen if they choose to. The other camp says that the only way is if God first gives his spirit to the person. This is basically the free will versus sovereignty of God debate. And I'll come down in the middle here. I believe that God has to be the one to act first. And I believe he has. I believe that sin hardens us against hearing the truth. And I believe there are people in this world who cannot choose to listen to spiritual things anymore. And I think God gives us things in our lives to wake us up, to teach us, to get us past the physical and to think spiritual. But I don't think God forces anyone to love him. The Bible says over and over that we have to choose. I don't think God gives his spirit to us first, in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, it says, And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, each one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. 
I think God gets past our physical to our spiritual, and then we have to make a choice. And if we choose to go God's way, then he empowers us with his spirit to understand more and more and to do more and more. Now, if you understand things a little differently, you may be right. We are dealing with God here. And if I think I can understand God with my human mind, well, that would make my God too small. But if we keep working with God, I think he will give us something more than our human mind. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.